Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So CBS News is reporting that Omicron, this variant, was in Europe before South Africa. But it was the South African authorities who let us know. So what it means, it questions, did, did the Europeans hold it? And in Europe, Europe where? Did the Germans hold it back? The British? The French? Who, who, who is the guilty party? Who do we get to go after? We stopped travel to South Africa. Now I know I don't get upset by by the travel ban stuff. I I just I just can't. But we should we should stop that <laughs> right now and right quick. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. I I'll, I'll ask the question. Is what could a variant have? That would make you lead your life differently. 833 got 833-468-8669. What 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 could possibly happen? What could what could a variant say to you that would make you change your life? 100% chance of death. You see, but a 100% chance of death producer Ari wouldn't be a variant. That would be a, a plague. All right. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a very very different thing. And a hundred percent chance of death. This isn't Bird Box. I was just playing the game. You know, uh, it, it, there there has to be something. It, it would have to be well. It would have to target this specific thing, or it would have to have this type of 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 a problem. For example, if people were told there's a variant, and this variant is most aggressive on kids between the ages of eight and fifteen. And will lead to total hearing loss. I did, I did a spin on polio right there. People would have much different reactions. Now you got to start thinking, oh my gosh, the horror scenarios. My point is, is that if you tell people, well, it's COVID, they've, they've made their determination that they're fine. A group that has to make their determination is CNN. And they have to determine that Chris Cuomo needs to get fired. Because Chris Cuomo needs to get fired. This is exactly what has to happen. What is going on is as follows. That it turns out that Chris Cuomo was doing a little bit more than just offering advice to his brother, the disgraced governor of New York, the former disgraced governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. He was actively, proactively, trying to help his brother find out which women were making accusations against him. So it's not like he was just acting as a as a sounding board saying, listen, brother, you, 
it's rough. You just got to owe up to it, and that's it, right? That's that's what Cuomo said. You got to owe up to it, and you got to remember it's not how you intended it. It's how they perceived it, right? You just that's That's it. He was doing more than that. He was talking up his brother about COVID. Oh, look how he's handling this. Oh, look how he's handling that. Whoa, look how he's doing the other. Oh, I'm going to interview him here. Oh, we're going to talk about this there. Do all those things. And while he was doing that, he was also giving his brother advice on how to deal with these women who were accusing him of sexual impropriety, including sending text messages to one of the top staffers of Andrew Cuomo when asked, hey, can you look into this? And he'd be like, I'm on it. What do you, what, you're, you're on it. You're on what? What, do you, what? what could you possibly be on? One of the things that he was on was looking into these women and these allegations. Saying to Melissa DeRosa, who was a top aide to Andrew Cuomo, there's this woman who uh, says that, that Andrew Cuomo attempted to kiss her at a wedding. And he texted her to say, I have a lead on the wedding girl. You have a lead on the wedding girl? A lead to what? She's made an allegation. You have a lead? A lead on what? A lead leading to what? A lead for what purpose? A lead for what purpose? There's a, there is Chris Cuomo using his power and his position to try and dig up dirt on women who were saying that Andrew Cuomo was engaged in sexual impropriety. You get fired for that. You get fired for that. This is not only a family relative. You decided to use your power against these women. Never mind that you were lying about the great job that he was doing on COVID while people were dying. Remember, Andrew Cuomo killed seniors all across New York by forcing them back into nursing homes. CNN, they have a spokesman named Matt Dornick, saying we will be having conversations and seeking additional clarity about their significance as they relate to CNN over the next several days. They're talking about the thousands of pages of transcripts and exhibits that were released by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, on this subject. On this subject. How can Andrew Cuomo still have a job? And the answer is he can't. But if you listen to the handoff between him and Don Lemon, everything's totally fine and lovey-dovey. It's good to see you. Good to see you, brother. I know you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you did. I missed you. I am grateful for your friendship and your love. I think that you are fantastic. One of the kindest people I know on this planet. There you go. I'm in everywhere. Well, I am thankful for you in my life. It was great to see you having a good time. I like the Friendsgiving uh, tradition. Yes. Uh, for us, it was great to be in the house uh, for the first time. And uh, it was all good, man. One memory at a time. It's always better with you, but it was good to know you were having fun where you were. That's a goodbye message, right? He knows he's gone. He knows that he's done all he could do. And he's not one of the kindest people you know on this planet. Because if it is Don Lemon, you don't know any kind people. 
He lied. He covered up. He tried to intimidate. What are you talking about? The former uh, AG of of New York, of New York. I, I always forget. I think it's Schneiderman. It was Eric Schneiderman. Yeah, I got it right. Eric Schneiderman. He was involved in very, very abusive relationships. Four women accusing him of physical abuse. As the story gets told, when women wanted to say something about Eric Schneiderman, this Democrat, they were told by other women, you you, you can't, we we need him to be governor. You, You can't, I know what he's doing is, or what he's done is wrong, but you, 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 you can't. Oh, okay. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. What they want women to accept. I mean, that's, 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 that's obscene if you ask me. That you're going to tell, you're going to tell women they, they just got to sit back and, and, and take it, take the abuse? Yeah, so you got hit a couple times, but we'll keep the governor's mansion. There's a long history, clearly, in New York of this. Uh, of the, of this, this, this sickness. Now, that's New York. That's their body politic. Can CNN handle this? I argue no. I argue it's hard to be the people who are, are, are screaming, you know, uh, uh, that, that you're high and mighty from, from, the, from the loftiest towers when you allow somebody like this in, who not only was lying to his audience, but was trying to silence women. I don't know how this guy stays. But every day that he's there and every day he's on the air is a day that CNN proves to you that they aren't serious. Let's let's try it this way. I do two shows a day here in Indianapolis. I have a morning show. I have have a midday show uh, that, that you listen to. I have a weekend show about cigars and bourbon called Eat, Drink, Smoke, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. I have a video series at Red State called DC Outsider. You can go to redstate.com, become a VIP, DC Outsider. And then I do uh, a, a video two, three times a week over on Rumble with Americans for Prosperity. I, I, I unfortunately don't yet, although we're getting close, have an audience as large as, as uh, Andrew Cuomo's. No, 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 not, not Andrew Cuomo's. I have an ar- audience far larger than Andrew Cuomo's. Uh, Chris Cuomo's. You know, we, we, we're, 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 we're close. I feel good about the future. I, in all of those things, provide more actual news than, than, and can be more trusted than CNN. If they keep Chris Cuomo. 
If they don't keep if they don't keep Chris Cuomo, if they fire uh, Chris Cuomo, then it's push, right? Then and then it's 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 like you know, uh, uh, well, I I still think I push more news than than CNN. Who am I kidding? But you can't be serious. You can't call yourself a news organization. And I never refer to myself as a news organization. I, I do commentary. I do culture. No, I, I, I mean, I just happen to talk about the news. There's a difference. But if you keep Chris Cuomo, I'm more of a news organization. That's all there is to it. Because with Chris Cuomo, you are nothing more than an openly propaganda organization, as opposed to the more closeted type that we're used to. CNN deserves all the punches and all the derision that they get. But every day they keep Chris Cuomo, that's an obscenity. Speaking of obscene, the Jussie Smollett trial is going on, and holy cow, the case that his lawyers are trying to make, it's amazing. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz. So the Jussie Smollett trial, or the Juicy Smollett, is it Juicy Smollett? Uh, that's uh, what's going down. And this trial is something special. This trial is something special because Jussie Smollett, his lawyers want you to believe that he is the victim. And that's, I mean, that that's that's just... That's just funny. <laughs> Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. So you know the story. He, he, he was an actor. Maybe he's still an actor. He was on the show Empire. Black man and a gay man. And he was attacked in the streets of Chicago. Not only attacked, I shouldn't say in, but on the streets of Chicago. It was, it was early in the morning, like 2 a.m., He's got a Subway sandwich, and he walks out of the sandwich shop, and he gets attacked, and they put a noose around his neck, and they, and they threw things on him, and they said, this, this is MAGA country in Chicago at 2 a.m., and they put a noose on him. And then when, when, when the police arrived at his place, he's still wearing the noose. He never took it off. Man, that's weird. Well, what's even more weird is that he paid a couple of guys to attack him. I mean, we've got the story. He lied through his teeth. He lied. And every woke person in, in, in celebrity culture, media, and politics, they were backing him up. What a disgusting country Donald Trump has created. Like Trump had anything to do with this. A couple of guys scream, this is MAGA country, and the next thing you know, it's Trump's fault. You, you really have to be a, a barrier type. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. You don't even wait for, for facts. You don't even wait for an investigation. He lied. He's a liar. He did it so he'd get love and attention from the show and maybe get a new contract. Meanwhile, the show rejected him and wrote him right out, and then the show just fell apart as, as is. He coordinated an attack utilizing two guys who may have been trainers of his but that they coordinated the attack with these 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 masterminds who bought everything for the attack where they were seen on video buying exactly the things that were used 
and a check was written to them by uh, Jesse Smollett because, you know, it was for, uh, for uh, you know, training purposes. That's what he's using them for. The lawyer for Jesse Smollett working this, uh, I actually cannot pronounce the name. Um, Nenye Uke? First name N-E-N-Y-E, last name U-C-H-E. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, so I, I don't want to do anything to it. Saying that the two brothers that attacked Jesse Smollett, they didn't like him, and that the $3,500 check the actor paid the men was for training so he could prepare for an upcoming music video and not to uh, engage uh, a hate crime. As a matter of fact, according to the lawyer, Jesse Smollett is the real victim. And he, the, 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 ju- the lawyer, I should say, not he, but the lawyer is trying to play these two brothers who engaged in this attack, this fake attack, as sophisticated criminals. Oh. Do you know how insane you have to be to believe this? When they, you know, insane you have to be to think that any of this is is legitimate. Everybody knows what happened. Everybody. But they're still going to go forward. Remember, you got to prove it. Innocent until proven guilty. It's a class four felony and it carries a prison sentence of up to three years. That's, of course. Uh, lying to police and felony disorderly conduct. And it is my hope that Jesse Smollett does three years in jail. I want him to do the full three years in jail. And according to now the reporting, this guy did a dress rehearsal with the two dudes. Smollett did a dress rehearsal with these guys who clearly weren't hired to engage in a fake attack. Holy cow. So you got this trial going on, and then you got the Maxwell trial going on in the case of Jeffrey Epstein. And so we're clear, um, uh, we we have to, have to find out who was associated with Jeffrey Epstein, regardless of who they are. I don't care if they're your best friend. I don't care if it's your dad or your mom. You were associated with a child sex trafficker. You got to go to jail. Those two trials are both going on. Then there's 2024. Democrats don't have a candidate and Republicans don't have their you-know-what together. I will explain why. Holy cow. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. talking about this new Twitter rule earlier and then we had that whole we had a weird technical thing going on and I'm glad that's all squared away Tony Katz good to be with you Tony Katz today Facebook Tony Katz radio everything at TonyKatz.com and how Twitter has announced that they're no longer going to share or allow the sharing of private media such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent Publishing people's private info is also prohibited under the policy, as is threatening or incentivizing others to do so. 
And so you ask yourself, what in the world does this even mean? You you can't share images? Now, they have a new CEO, Parag Agrawal. He was the CTO, but Jack Dorsey stepped down, and now it, he's the CEO. So is this his plan, or is this something that was always in the works? But what does it mean? You can't share private media, such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent. So is this just a way of stopping, for example, Project Veritas from exposing uh, those people who lie at CNN and other places and politicos, et cetera, who lie to their constituents? How does it define a private individual? Is Hunter Biden private or public? Let's, let's look at it a, a different way, this, this rule. And why it matters is because we've already seen Twitter work in these very arbitrary manners. Here's the New York Post with a story cold on Hunter Biden and his emails. Hunter Biden's a duplicitous dude, and it's very possible that he was engaged in some serious crimes. The investigation has to go forward in terms of what he was doing in order to create deals with the Chinese, what access he was giving them to his father, then vice president at the time, and then after him being vice president, and what possibly has that done to a President Biden now? And if you say to me, well, Tony, you can't prove that. I've got emails. I can ask a lot of questions. Emails that for any other person on planet Earth would have caused an investigation. But people like Representative Eric Swalwell, they don't actually care what happens in the country. People like Eric Swalwell only care that you get vaccinated because, after all, you're going to kill his kids. Nah, he said that. He said he put out the tweet. He's getting really tired of you unvaccinated people. He's tried to help you, but when you're not vaccinated, you're spreading COVID to his three kids under the age of five. He clearly doesn't understand that, you know, you could spread COVID to, to anyone with or without a vaccine. He doesn't care about the rules. He doesn't care about the laws. You can just stay locked in your home and you don't get to be on a plane and you don't get your Oh, that's not how it works. This is a member of Congress who doesn't understand America, who actually believes because he feels a certain way, it matters. There, There is no bigger load out there than, than Eric Swalwell. And that's saying something. That's saying something indeed. But this Twitter story, what can I share uh, information about Hunter Biden? For example, there's a picture of him Let's say there's a new photo of him doing crack. Is he a private person or a public person? He's the son of the president. Is he a private person or a public person? How how does that work? How does that work? So if you have someone screaming, like, like a screaming Karen as we call them, or these men who follow women around to Target and yell at them for not wearing a mask, you can, they can no longer post those videos, right? Because those are people in a, you know leading their private lives and getting videotaped and being embarrassed and shamed so uh, for, for no reason, may I add, and they've, they've done nothing to be ashamed of. But those videos no longer get put up. Now, what about uh, the next Central Park Karen? You know, the one who saw a man walking his dog and decided, oh, he, he's a threat and then called the police. She lost her job and everything else because he recorded it. Would that not be allowed 
under Twitter's new policy. She didn't like the way a man was talking to her. She was bird watching her. He was he had a dog, and all of a sudden it got racial, and he recorded it. She lost her job. What the hell is this? What is this? As Lindsay Fifield writes, if I film someone breaking into my car and tweet it, am I breaking the rules? If someone films and tweets a video of a riot and the looters' faces are visible, are they breaking the rules? If someone live streams a protest on Twitter, are they breaking the rules? What in the bloody hell are the rules? So what is it that we're talking about here? And the real question, to whom is this rule applied? Meaning... When the political left wants to put something out there, it'll be fine, or the algorithm won't catch it. But when someone from the political right puts something out there, then it's no good. This is all part of the larger conversation that we have been having for years. More platforms. More platforms is the answer. If you want to argue that people shouldn't post that kind of content anyway, because you're exposing people to ridicule and, and possible damage. Well, okay, I'd be fine with that. But that isn't what we're saying or what they're saying because no one trusts that they won't share whatever it is they choose to share anytime they choose to share it to hurt the people they disagree with. There's no faith that these people are in any way, shape, or form decent. It's Twitter once again keeping some from engaging with their audience and allowing others. How will this be applied? What level of arbitrary manner? That's what we're all going to watch. But we know it's not going to be good. We know it's not going to be good. And by the way, just in case you are wondering whether or not I, I, I I am not a soothsayer, I simply know how these things go, how these people think, the the levels to which celebrity has supplanted talent in our body politic. Michelle Obama is leading a poll for president in 2024. Not even supposed to be here today. Because Biden would be 81 on election day in 2024. He'd be 82 if he won and took office. I don't know if America's into that. And certainly I don't see him running again. So there's this poll, uh, the Hill-Harris-X poll, saying that even though Kamala Harris has very low approval ratings, uh, she's a top choice for Democrats if Biden chooses not to run. No, she's not. She has the name ID. She isn't actually a top choice because you haven't given her anybody else to run against. She got 13% of the vote in this poll. Getting 10%, Michelle Obama. Now, I've said Michelle Obama's name before. In a world that values celebrity... More than anything else, why would you be surprised? 
No one should be surprised. And check out who Michelle Obama beats out. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Michael Bloomberg, Andrew Yang, and Pete Buttigieg. Name ID, baby. This poll isn't real. This poll is name ID. First, I must say, I don't think Michelle Obama wants it. I think she hated her time in the White House. She doesn't want to go back. She's got the place at Martha's Vineyard. She's good. She's got the production deal at Netflix. She's fine. She does some speaking engagements. Everybody loves her. Move on. Why in the world would you want it? You've got more power from the outside. This really shows you just how bleak the Democratic picture is. Andrew Yang is on the list. Andrew Yang lost the presidential race. Andrew Yang lost a mayor's race. Andrew Yang couldn't hang as a commentator on CNN. Maybe he doesn't have it. Michael Bloomberg is an actual thought. The guy spent 40 bajillion dollars to win Guam. Or was it American Samoa? And wait, no, he won American Samoa. He didn't win the Midwest because he thinks that uh, being a farmer is easy. Remember, it was, it was Bloomberg who said, ah, oh, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, you dig a hole, you, you, you put in the corn, you, you add the water, up comes the corn. Right. It's totally that easy. Every farmer across the Midwest will tell you it's just that easy to grow the corn. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, we're sure Michael Bloomberg could do it in a matter of seconds. Democratic Party is thin, baby. Thin, thin, thin. The Republican Party is stupid, stupid, stupid. This is the second day in a row. I have had no choice but to refer to the Republican Party as the party of stupid. And now I'm going to start having some words for Kevin McCarthy. Because it's very clear. Very, very clear that uh, that he doesn't know how to keep people in line. He doesn't know how to keep these people rational. For whatever reason, there's a fight between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Nancy Mace, both members of Congress, both Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Nancy Mace from South Carolina. What are they talking about? Republican Lauren Boebert, representative, who told the dumb joke about Representative Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar gets into an elevator with her, and this is uh, Boebert recounting the story. And she said, I looked over, and, and, and I said, well, she's not wearing a backpack, so we're okay. See, get it? Muslims, terrorists. (laughs) Holy cow. That's some dumb stuff. And And I said so. I said it was dumb stuff. That's it. And then supposedly Boebert, you know, reached out to speak to her about it, and they had a phone call, and basically Boebert wouldn't really apologize. And Ilhan Omar wants a very public apology. Well, Ilhan Omar, I don't think you deserve any public apologies that are over the over, you know, overblown. When do you give a public apologies for your anti-Semitism? And she is a Jew-hating bigot. And that's what Lauren Boebert got into with her. And then Ilhan Omar hung up on her. Right. All politics are local. So Lauren Boebert, she makes a video talking about how this phone call went south and she's going to never stop protecting your rights for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press, and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. 
Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly put America first, never sympathizing with terrorists. Unfortunately, Ilhan can't say the same thing, and our country is worse off for it. Please. That's, uh, that, that, that's not an apology. <laughs> By a stretch of the imagination. So everybody got what they wanted out of it, I guess. And I don't care if she apologizes. It means nothing to me. It was a dumb thing to say, and that's all there was to it. It was a dumb thing to say. Well, I guess Nancy Mace also thinks that it's it's a dumb thing to say. And she's been saying it's a dumb thing to say. The problem is she's saying it on CNN. I have uh, time after time condemned my colleagues on both sides of the aisle for racist tropes and remarks that I find disgusting. And this is no different than any others. Uh, as a member of Congress and seeing such division in our country, um, we all have a responsibility, both elected members of Congress on both sides of the aisle and the American people in our communities and are at work at, in our communities and everything else to lower. We have a responsibility to lower the temperature. And this does not do that i didn't i don't mind her saying so i mind her saying so on cnn and that the republican party allowed that well that's ridiculous and that's kevin mccarthy's fault you don't go on cnn and have that conversation don't you know cnn hates you and wants to destroy you i have no problem with you condemning it zero marjorie taylor green decides to jump in tweeting out that Nancy Mace is the trash of the Republican conference. Never attacked by Democrats or rhinos because she is not conservative. She's pro-abortion. Mace, you can back up off of Lauren Boebert or just go hang out with your real gal pals, the Jihad Squad. You're out of your league. To which Nancy Mace responds with a message made up of emojis. This is what, it's a bat, it's the poop emoji, emoji, and it's a clown emoji. Bat blank crazy, badass crazy. This is what badass crazy looks like. That's Representative Mace talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is Congress. This is Republicans engaged in the infight that does no one any good. That's Kevin McCarthy's fault. This is the party of stupid. You're out of your heads. You don't go on CNN and have this conversation. The Republican Party should say, we think that Lauren Boebert was wrong. She knows she was wrong, and we're moving forward from this. That said, no one should talk like this about Muslims, and no one should talk like this about Jews, and no one should talk like this. Let's focus on policy and winning. You fight them, you don't fight each other. You morons. What's wrong with you? What in the world is wrong with you people? Foolhardy. Ridiculous. Let people talk and move on. They don't have any focus. 
Republicans have every opportunity in the world to take the House and the Senate next year without question, and they will screw it up. Never mind what, what, what the back and forths are. Right now, I question the leadership. I question whether or not Kevin McCarthy has this under control. Right now, I'm saying nope and no plan either. I'm Tony Katz. So we talked about that Epstein trial that's continuing. Ghislaine Maxwell, who organized young girls for sale for Jeffrey Epstein and his associates. The pilot, he's testifying that while he never saw anything sexual on the plane, some uh, high-profile people did uh, fly on the plane, including Bill Clinton. And he had piloted planes with Prince Andrew. I hear see Donald Trump's name. Oh, this trial is going to be interesting. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.